Ladies and gentlemen, dogs, and please pull up a chair and sit on your knees for we have a story to tell you we are still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. I am Henry Moses. And I'm Gabriel Moses. We're super happy to be here and thank you for joining us wherever you may be. Amen. Amen. Gabe, how's your week, brother? I feel like I have to be the Incredible Hulk to handle this week. This has just been a tough week. Yeah? Not a not a defeated week. I don't feel defeated because I've been in the Word. I've been in prayer. Believe it. You feel like David from that from that psalm we were reading last night, Psalm 34? Yes. I, think it was. I cry. I cry bitterly. I cry in pain, Lord. <laughs> like, I cry. This man cries, I think it's. This man cries. This me. man cries. I was like, wow. What, how does it go? Who has two thumbs and cries? And this then you, dude. You point yeah, that's what you This like guy. David was saying in that moment. This man cries. God who has two thumbs and cries. This, this guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. I felt that. I've, I've felt that this week and in some ways the last few months. And I've, it's, but I've, man, I've come to the place where I'm, I love it because I'm like, mm, I got Satan, bring your attack. You know where you stand. You also know where I stand. I tell you, I was, you know, I, I have breakfast on Thursday mornings with the men. From church, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and usually it's just Carrie and I, my good friend and new friend from church, and and we were talking about characters and and our favorite characters of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I went with Heroes. Paul, and and he went with Joshua, and mm-hmm. he said, "Well, let me tell you why." He said, "When he said most people, you know, he was talking about how when most people." Experienced the presence of an angel. A lot of times they bowed down and they yeah, tell them to get up. And Reverence. Blah, blah. Whoa. Right. But they were like, we're just angels. Joshua drew down on the angel <laughs> and said, are you a friend or foe? Yeah, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? And that's what it's like. <sighs> yeah. But you can, everything about Grab Joshua said, yeah. I'm here to scrap. Yeah. And, and that's how you no nonsense. Right now. You're like, yeah, that's yep. I'm like, are you friend or foe? You friend or foe, <laughs> man? Yeah. You need to come come true. Tell who are you with these things? Own it. Own. Designed to be men to take the beating, to stand up, declare your place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I it, here a little while back. I, Carrie and I, my wife Carrie and I, were talking, and I, I just she was talking about some, some. Uh, hardships and things and and I just she asked me to pray and I, so I prayed over her and I in that prayer I declared to Satan I am against you mm-hmm. we're against you and I loved it because I, I don't know how many times I've actually declared against him you're on your side and we're on God's side so you're over there and we're over here mm-hmm. and but it he 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 did answer back two days later with the worst nightmare I've ever had in my life and I have had I've had many nightmares, and uh, they left me shaken or frozen and paralyzed when I woke up, scared of my salvation. I mean, all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he hit me with that terrible nightmare, and uh, I woke Carrie up in the middle of the night. I don't usually I wouldn't do that. I don't mm-hmm. I'm not gonna wake any person up. Did you say hold me? You did, didn't you? 
I wish my arm was long enough to reach <laughs> across this table and slap you. No, because we've got this beautiful Hold new me. table. Yeah, we've got know? a new table here. It keeps me out of arm's reach. <laughs> You're safe for now. That's it. Wait till this is over. That's it. Coming for you. What no, I did. I, I wanted to truly, I wanted to say, hold me. I was shook. I was shook on that. But uh, 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 we talked for a little while. And I, after that, I was like, you know what? I'm not going back to bed. It was like 430, 445. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Fine. I got in the Bible. I got in the Bible. I listened. I read that for a bit and uh, prepared for some podcast and then listened to Billy Graham. And I'm like, well, you can't beat mm-hmm. Billy Graham. Mm-hmm. He has a good way of answering back. I'm like, nope. simply and strategically phrasing stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I've preached, I don't know, 15 times, something like that. Mm-hmm. And man, I, I feel like I put all this work in. And I'm sure he did too, but just the way he says it. Billy it Graham. seems like it's just flow for him. He's funny. Which, granted, he did it for many years. He did. And long decades and decades. He went to but seminary. he says it in such a way. I and I'm know. like, why didn't I just say it like that? <laughs> He's Yeah. It's so it's so crazy because some pastors will yell, right? Yeah. I tell you this. And and they're, they yell at you. And you're like, all right, okay, all right. But... Then some of them are soft-spoken and just, they just speak. Yeah. But Billy Graham, he kind of yelled, but it never felt like hellfire and brimstone mm-hmm. yell. It just felt like the true conviction of his heart, which comes out beautifully. And and you feel he was truly a, a minister for God, a voice for God. And that's it. You know, in, in football... They talk about coaches, mm-hmm. and they they talk about how the great coaches don't try to be someone they're not. Don't try to don't go in there and try to be Bill Parcells if you're not Bill Parcells. Yeah, right. You have to be who you are. You have to speak who you are. This and that. So you can't go in and you you can't go in as a preacher too. I, I think people know. I think the greatest preachers. You can't go in predetermined. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be like. Uh, Jimmy Evans, or I want to be like yeah. Billy Graham, or I want to be like Francis Chan, or I want to be yeah. like John Piper, whatever the case may be. Whoever it is that you love to listen to, for me, I, I want to be like Todd Friel, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. No, I want to preach the word of God. Yeah. And it's so important for me. And you do a good job with that, with this. Mm. You're, you're ultimately like, you know, I don't really care if it just reaches one person. I am just here to serve the Lord. Yeah. And if this can, yep. and it's so important to me, which is the absolute spirit and attitude you have to have. Don't become focused on the wrong things. Cause I think people will generally see through it. People that are truly seeking are going to see through that. Yeah. No, you're more focused on being this, or you're more, more focused on putting on a show or mm-hmm. this and that. Billy Graham was not that. No, he did not do that. His number one priority was talking about God. That's it. I, I, and he promised God that he would do that when he ultimately he got saved. And then a short while after, he, he describes in one of one of the YouTube videos I saw of him, he said it was a night, a still night with a full moon. And he said, I'll serve you for the rest of my life and I'll never change. And man, that choked me up as it should any Christian because we're humans. We're flaky. We don't we don't 
we don't often stay consistent. Mm-hmm. But he said the statement, I'll never change. And from the best I can tell, brother, he never did. Yep. And and he spent his life and every spent means. his life, yeah. He didn't retire. Every means possible, yeah. yeah. Maybe every he means did possible. as he went on, but still. And that's what I hope for. I hope for the opportunity to to press on to the end. Yeah. To with every day of my life well, it, that I have. Hopefully have more time to serve the Lord when it's all said and done than I than I do now. Do right now. You know, get things established in such a way that I can just be focused on ministry. Yeah. I mean, I, I think as a Christian, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. So, Gabe, last week we we had a good talk about about work and the importance of it. Get to work. Slave master it up. <laughs> Crack that whip. Yeah. The song says, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't get that extreme about it if this is your first time listening to it, but <laughs> but we did. We, we it was a great conversation, enjoyed it. Then I got to thinking, what about rest? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. Now I, I'm about some rest. Whenever the opportunity comes, wow. I do love it. It's very nice. You know, if I get an opportunity to, to go out into the woods, to go out into the mountains especially, mm-hmm. it's such a blessing. It a lot of the times feels like you can't do it. And that's what I that's what I was thinking about. When I started thinking about the idea of doing a podcast on rest, it killed me. I mean, it really it really was a hard thing for me to think about. I did not like the thought of it. Why? I didn't like the thought of talking about it. Because yeah. you just feel Almost like you're being a bum. And that's what I ask myself. Why do I feel guilty? Under the proper structure. That's right. Yeah. Under the proper structure. But are we as a society, you know, I think about, which which what we're talking about obviously today is rest. Mm-hmm. Let so, just, yeah. Let me just put that to rest. There we go. Good. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thought of it, the thought of if you're not going, going, going. And it's so funny because, again, I mean, yeah, if we want to go back to my 30s, bah, right. you know, I think I hardly did anything but rest. Even my job was sitting yeah. in you gotta work. patrol but, units, not hardly doing anything. You know? Right. So almost all my 30s were spent resting. Maybe I'm trying to make up for it now, but you don't want to be a bum. You don't want to be thought of as a bum. You don't want to let other people down. People are counting on you to come through, come through, come through, come through, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't want to let those people down that are counting on you. So you All commit, right. you commit, you commit, you commit. Okay. And you find yourself over committing. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you can feel like you've got the strength. But then all of a sudden, it will catch you. It will it will what? It will. What's it? The, like the... It. I mean, I'm talking about it's going to catch up to you. What exactly is it? I don't if you know, work too much you're going to too little. Too much. Too much. Okay. Or you're just okay. going and going and going. But you, I know it does for you. Well, they call it hitting the wall, right? Yeah. You're going to hit the wall. Yes. And then, then you just... you dead stop and you can't do your work. And you don't feel like, but you feel like, you know, America is such a fast-paced country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I can't speak to other countries, cause I, but, but I have talked to people that have gone on missions trips and to, to places in the hills. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how these people don't even use watches. 
Yeah, the just, sun. Yeah, they get up with the sun. They go to bed with the sun. They they don't. They're not in a rush. Just whatever work they're working on is what they're working on, mm-hmm. and they, you know. Mm-hmm. But that it doesn't feel like the case here. I mean, it almost no. feels like you're again. I'm not. Con, I'm not suggesting being a bum. I'm not suggesting that. Right. But where's it's finding that happy medium, almost the like the happy medium between constant working and you know the legalistic side of salvation and the grace side of salvation, mm-hmm. finding that balance, the full circle, right? So you have heaven, you have hell. Yeah. You have well, God is God. There is Satan is by no means his equal, so I won't even compare that. But he but is the you have work, you have rest. And we actually, it's a biblical model. Heck, the Bible even talks about letting the land rest in the seventh year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The land. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know. Take it away. What are your thoughts? No, I love it. It the it'll it'll it should just draw us back to the theme of of anything of a walk of a Christian is the the balance, grace versus uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Legalism. Legalism. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got um, how how you spend your time. Are you spending it? You know, we 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 can't stay in the Bible all day long. We have to work. Mm-hmm. You got you do. You've got would be nice. Just monastery it up. Jeez. Put on a monk uniform. Get you a little rope tied around the pull over your hoodie and crack open the Bible. Good. Get your cup of coffee. Yeah. Well, there's a verse in the Bible that says, I wish I had the wings of a dove. I would fly away and be at peace. What verse is that? It's in the Bible. Look it up. That's one of those Look Bible it up. Verses. Get in your Bible and look, Bible, look, look it up. that up. And I thought that was great. I'm like, you know, we do want that yeah. monk life yeah. where we're not faced, facing people's rudeness and their hardness and all the all the evil that they do. The, the evil is constant, mm-hmm. never ending, and it happens to you. It happens to someone you know, know and love, and it's there. And you wish you could just fly away and rest and be at peace. But, but we feel like we can't ever hmm? or like there's not enough time. That's the saying, right? There's not enough time in the day. There's not enough hours in the day. Yeah. That's got to be a American saying. Oh. I mean, but it's, we feel like that. I do feel like that all the time. Yeah. And so one of the easiest things to exclude is rest. And I'm not talking about the end of the night. But even that we might cut short. Mm-hmm. The suggested amount of time is eight hours. I don't know when. Yeah. Now, women are, are out on that. They're getting their eight. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, they're like, nah. <clears throat> yeah, no. they, they're going to go to bed. And look, women's life expectancy is longer than men. Maybe it's because they're they're say, hey, we're getting my, I'm getting my eight hours. It's my wild nature. No. I can't stand to get eight hours because I feel like I'm cutting myself short on time I can be using doing something else. I've pushed it to seven. That's hard. I'm usually about a six and a half guy. Six and a half? Yeah. Six and a half hours. I try. Okay. So I'll be in bed at seven. How about that? I'll I'll lay there and think, or I'll watch a movie for a few minutes before I fall asleep. Mm -hmm. 
But ultimately, beyond that, maybe on a Saturday, maybe I'll get a little. Did you get to sleep in? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, the idea of rest. Why? Why is it there? What is it there for? Mm-hmm. God clearly said to do it. He says it several times. All, well, many times, all throughout the Bible, and then, of course, by His first example for humanity, He created all that is and then rested on that seventh day and you and i were talking about well why did he do that Mm -hmm. did he need rest i don't know stands the reason that he did if he did it but the bottom line is he did it for a reason and the first example he gave us was to rest you do the work and then you rest Mm -hmm. and then what was born the sabbath day we rest on the seventh day you rest on the Sabbath. And of course, who does that? Does that, you know, do all Christians do nothing work related on the Sabbath? And then, you know, then came, you know, did the, the people came to Jesus and said, Oh, what's considered work? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, they tried to, they tried to him. trick him. They tried to attack him with it. Yeah. They tried to attack him with it. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and, you know, now we've, now we've got, Businesses that are open every day of the week, with a few exceptions. I love it. Hobby Lobby, don't do it. Don't do it. Hobby Lobby doesn't stay open on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Chick Fil A, maybe they're not open on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And there's a few others around. Blue Sky, Blue Sky, no Sunday, huh? Mm-hmm. And so now with Chick Fil A and Hobby Lobby, I think they specifically do it due to Christianity, right? Yeah. But what about Blue Sky? I don't know why Blue Sky doesn't, but they do do it. Yeah. But I like the ones that are there doing it. They're like, no, that is the yeah. day of rest. After two, well, many thousands of years, yeah. they hold true to the idea that that is supposed to be, is it a sovereign day or just a day of reverence and rest? Because God said to do that. I know uh, Sadie works at, God, what's the name? It's a little Italian restaurant. And this owner that owns it, it is a, it is a franchise. But he still sets his own hours or closes it on days that he wants to. He doesn't okay. go. That's crazy. He doesn't go by. He marches to the beat of his own. He drum. does. And so Keisha and I were actually talking about that this morning. And this guy closes for holidays, mm-hmm. which restaurants, boy, you don't do that. Yeah, that's. He closes on Sundays every week, allows people to go to church if they choose to do so, you know, and he does it. And guess what? This business, his franchise, even being closed all these extra days, is the most productive store (laughs) in the franchise. (laughs) He treats his employees extremely well, watches after them. Whenever that crazy big lottery that was going on, which I am in no way endorse gambling, but... For the billion plus yeah, dollars just whatever. the other day yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went and bought a ton of lottery tickets. I can't remember, you know, a few hundred dollars worth of lottery tickets. Okay. And told his employees, okay, these are our lottery tickets. And if any of them's the winner, I'm splitting it with each and every one of you. Yeah. You know, type Good of thing. Dude. Just to kind of have an excitement. Yeah. And all this kind of stuff. And Yep. But. Is he Christian or? Hey. I'm, I gotta believe he is. Okay. I mean, yeah. Don't know for sure. But Closing on Sunday every week. Yeah. You can, yeah. I don't know for sure. But the point being, he believes in rest. 
rest. He believes in providing rest to his employees. And we, we have this idea. We have this idea that if we don't work enough, stuff won't get done. But if... I, I mean, you think about this. If you take, they say, if you take a 10 minute break every hour at work, mm-hmm. that you'll be more productive in those 50 minutes than you would have for 60 straight. Right, for the continuous 60 straight. I believe it. And we do that. I mean, as salesmen, I mean, we take our times to go mm-hmm. chat out outside or. Well, back during college, heck, I, sometimes I'd be working on. You know, math for business decisions, mm-hmm. problems. And I couldn't figure it out while I was at home studying. Mm-hmm. I'd stop, go eat, go eat dinner, do something else. And while I was doing the something else resting, the answer would come to me. Mm-hmm. But I sat there for three hours before that trying to figure out how this works and couldn't get the answer. Or even in an argument. Yes, good if point. You can walk away for ten minutes because that's work. Yep, Make ten no minutes. No mistake about it. Arguing is work. A dispute with anybody. Yep. For long enough. Yeah. Work. That's <laughs> especially a spouse. Wow. As you just start feeling best. like you're going in circles. It's like we already talked about this. I, are we doing it again? Yesterday, Carrie and I are sitting there, and I said, "I said, baby, I got to tell you something, and this is something that you're going to need to be a big girl about." And she thought that I was going to give a criticism to her i'm not kidding her war face went on right (laughs) then and i and i I felt it and i saw it and i was like i was like i was like well hey just so you know this ain't got nothing to do with really anything this is just you know this is just something that's we gotta go that i wanted to tell you and she goes oh okay and I, I said, but what was with that face? She goes, I thought you were going to offer a criticism to me. And I guess I, <laughs> you know, just went into the mode. And I was like, Jiminy. She put Christmas. on war paint. She put on war paint. It happened within about a half of a split second. I was like, whoa, 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 girl. It is funny. Carrie's face betrays her. It does. Yeah. It does. does. The day, I, I've talked about it before, the day I came in and. To Bible study. She got no poker face. And I said, she goes, hi. And I said, I'm not in the best of moods. And her face just went straight. Yep. <laughs> like, it's just completely, I am disappointed in you. <laughs> the emotional yeah. response. Immediate shit reflects there. on her face. It's oh, oh. It's funny. But yeah, an argument. So she put on her war paint. We'll call it Carrie's war paint. Carrie's war paint. Yeah, that's funny. Arguing does take work. Yeah, it does. It does take work. And but if you walk away for a brief... Ten minutes. I like it. And it's, Ten minutes. Yeah. It's a, a little reprieve. It is. A little time of rest. Yep. Time of and reflection. It's almost like you either... For me, it's... I either all of a sudden realize I'll start to my head. The fog will clear and I realize, hey, it's not why all am bad. I battling this? This is not even that big of a deal. It's not so big. Yeah. Or an answer will come. Mm-hmm. Or it'll come to the other person. But whatever the case, then we can come back together and talk about it a little more. And There's clarity to the situation. Can I bring a little verse, a little Bible to the subject? Do your thing. All righty. I got Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. 
and it's a pretty famous one, so most of us should know it. But if you don't, here it is. It says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, and I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And it it is he's he's saying in me you'll find rest. Mm-hmm. Not in the world. Not in your own idea of what rest is in me. And so and I came across a lot of verses. I do what I do is I just Google verses on rest. And if you Google verses on rest, boy, you're gonna come across because I don't have the Bible memorized. Mm-hmm. I wish I did, but I do not. And it's I never tool. I never will. I hope yep. to read it enough that it just becomes what I am. Yeah. But I don't have it memorized. Yep. So my method every time we come up with a topic is to just Google mm-hmm. verses on da da da. And in this case it was verses on rest. And if you read those verses, man, Henry, they all point back to basically God is saying, In me you'll find it. Elsewhere you will not. So you imagine an atheist, right? Are they even getting true rest? No. 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 They're not. The only true rest is found in God the Father. Not not anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And so there's always going to be a, re- a restlessness to mm-hmm. an atheist. Always. Because they've not had rest. Mm-hmm. And they've not had true rest. Yeah. And, and this is both sad and disheartening for them uh, for a person who doesn't have God with them you can just imagine no rest and you find rest in the presence of the Lord Mm -hmm. that's when you experience the rest whenever Christ says his his yoke is easy his burden is light Mm -hmm. right talks about finding shelter the psalms talking about shining shelter shining finding shelter under the under the lord's wings mhm being covered up mhm right and i think about i think about david and i'm just going i was going to save this towards the end but the 23rd song mhm it says the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he makes me lie down. And we just talked about this mm-hmm. the other day in Bible mm-hmm. study group. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my, my soul. soul. And isn't that... <sighs> I mean, we need our soul to be restored. Mm-hmm. Our souls, especially in today's climate, are weary. I... I, I I see it in our family. I see it in friends. Mm-hmm. Just this heaviness that goes on. Now, you also get the benefit of seeing when they get restored in the Lord. Mm-hmm. God is faithful. He carries us through it. Yeah. And I know, Gabe, <clears throat> when I think about having a soul restored, my soul... I can be right in the middle of chaos and I can be thinking about how I'm going to handle a situation and how I'm going to this and how I'm going to that Mm -hmm. leaning on myself. But the second I 
focus on God and even just think briefly about him. Yeah. Think about his will and think about the eternal perspective of things. Mm -hmm. It minimizes everything around me. So I kind of find a sense of rest. Yeah. Just in that, because again, his yoke is easy. His burden is light. I love that. Uh, uh, The moments that I, I generally have a solution for a problem. I feel like I do, and it usually works. I usually have ideas on how to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. But every now and then, I come across something that I cannot come up with a solution for. And it's something that feels pretty important and needs an answer. Mm -hmm. And on on those occasions, it gets me down for a day or two, usually. And it really just throws me off. It affects my relationship with my... My wife, my my kids, my friends, mm-hmm. my family, but it it's in, it's inevitable. At, at some point, I'm only there for a brief day or two because I know if I've hit that place where I'm like, God, only you, only you mm-hmm. can can fix this. And so I do. I begin to pray and speak the name of Jesus on the subject, mm-hmm. and it's like you said. Almost immediately, it's just lifted. It's the burden is lifted. Having right been there. rested instantly. Because I'm letting yeah. go. I'm not just saying the name of Jesus. I'm letting go and I'm saying, God, I give this to you, mm-hmm. come what may, of this situation. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's no longer mine. Mm-hmm. I'm not carrying it anymore. You can have it. And I'm going to trust that your will will be done on this one. Yeah. So in that moment, I do find that rest. Like you said, it's the rest in him that brings true replenishment to our bodies and our spirits, our mind, which all go together. I'm, God made all of these things to work in unison together. Jenny and I were talking about science this morning and that Michael, what's his name? Uh, Gillen. Gillilan or something like that. Gillen. Mm-hmm. A brilliant guy. He's super intelligent, like I'll never dream to be. I think he's a physicist. In my mind, I'd never yeah. nightmare to be that smart. <laughs> yeah. Like That's just too smart. But his whole thing is science. And he he used to be an atheist. And now through studying the universe... He found I'm the truth of God. Of his podcast. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. It. Let's tell that. But through his 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 search of the truth with the, through science, he found God, and found that that science actually showed him that God is real. Yeah, his podcast and, is called on that note, Science Plus God. Science Plus God. What really a great, good. Yeah, great, great title for that. Yes, and so. Anyway, the idea being that the body, the mind, the spirit, Mm -hmm. they were all, God made it. He made all of it. So why wouldn't it be designed to work together? Mm -hmm. And why wouldn't we find rest physically at the same time as spiritually whenever he takes a burden off that that we don't have a solution for, Mm -hmm. that we just can't come up with the answer? You think about Daniel Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and them, they prayed, how many times? I think it was three times a day. Okay. But they set a time, specific times, 
to go throughout the day and to actually go step aside and pray. Mm. Think of the rest that they gained from that. I mean, think of the way that God used them. Mm -hmm. But the rest step away. Jesus stepped away numerous times to go spend time with the Lord and recharge Mm -hmm. and prepare Mm -hmm. for what the Father was sending him to do. So what you said something earlier that, that I think is a good point to bring up. You said you feel bad to rest. Yes, your natural you just don't you already don't feel like there's enough time in the day. Right. So you feel guilty. You feel guilty. I could be doing this. Mm-hmm. I could be doing that. This person's counting on me. Yeah. That person's counting on me. You know. I'm counting on myself. Blah blah blah. You know. And to where it's just well. You know, even little things like vacation. Mm-hmm. No, you know, if you've got true commitment to the cause. So would some of it have to do with your level of productivity in life? Like if if everything that you wanted to achieve, you had achieved, would you feel bad to rest in? I think that'll never be the case. No, I do too. But never. suppose I'm, I'm making a point here. Because, I, yeah, I just don't. Um, would, would well, if first, everything was achieved... If you if you had accomplished your goals, say you were closing twenty five loans That'd a month, your goals. Yeah. and so so then so then to say, well, for most people that has not happened, and for me and you, it probably never will. Mm-mm. We don't, you know, we don't. I don't think you should. I mean, kind of going along with the work that we what we were talking about in the podcast last week. We're created to work. We're created to be workers to do, but but you have to balance it out. So I I think. To ever think that it'll come to a point of complete satisfaction and complete fulfillment, I I don't think that's realistic. So on the other on yeah. the conversely on the other side, yeah. If you don't, if you haven't gotten any of the things achieved, and there's a to do list mm-hmm. that's a hundred miles long, what about that? Like as in most our cases. Your you, the list is endless of things mm-hmm. to do, and so you definitely feel like if you're not doing something on that list, which I bust my butt to do the stuff on my lists, I don't. It's it's it is also there where you think I got to keep on doing this, even though I'm exhausted. Sometimes you don't stop because the list is still there, but it'll never end. Mm-hmm. And it just it's just a, a cycle that I get into where I just go, I got to get this done. I got to get that done. And that is a good point. The list is never going to end. But do you know what's crazy? Have you ever actually deliberately gone and taken rest, be it with the family like y'all did this mm-hmm. summer? Be it going to the mountains, be it going on a cruise, whatever the case may be. Be it going to a city a few hours away, whatever. Gone mm-hmm. and taken a rest. Mm-hmm. And it not have been okay when you got back. <laughs> the world fell apart because you weren't there. Yeah, it's still there. You know, I I think I heard this story about, I think it was Jason Garrett. I can't remember. I think it was Jason Garrett. Uh, maybe it was a different quarterback because I don't know. If it, if it was some, no, because it was somebody that played for Nick Saban, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember who this quarterback was, but he but he was a backup quarterback. Okay. He was scared to go ask Nick Saban if he could have a little bit of time off for something to do with his family. <laughs> <laughs> he went and finally worked up the courage to go ask him because Nick, Nick Saban's pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. 
And Nick Saban's response was, do you really think you're that important? <laughs> we won't be okay without you. <laughs> He's like, go. Go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Ouch. Do you think you're that important? Do you think you're that important that the world will, the not, world go will not go on <clears throat> without you? That it won't be okay? But you look at it, I mean, and it's it's so arguable. I'm like, right now, as we speak, my acre of land needs to be mowed. Mm-hmm. It looks bad. My mower is on its oh, last leg. Last I saw it. You saw it. I saw it. it it's pretty I bad, it. right? I saw it. You saw it. It's bad. My mower yeah. is doubt, about to blow. The thing's a little too old, a little too beat up. The yard is it takes it takes longer to mow because the blade needs to be replaced, mm-hmm. and but the the lawn needs to be mowed. There's things on the outside of the house that need to be done. There's taxes that need to be filed. There's things that need to be bought for the kids. All of these are kind of important. When we go to do it, you think you're that important? You think you're that important? <laughs> yeah. But it is. But you don't. But it's these hard. are the things. But look. Again, coming back to the idea of the 10-minute break. Mm-hmm. You go take that break, you come back rejuvenated, yeah. ready for the fight. Mm-hmm. The Bible talks about the going in and the coming out, mm-hmm. right? Or, or the going out and the coming in. Kind of got that mixed going up. Out going out and, out and the coming in <laughs> yeah. and the coming out. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. I do. What's the reason for the coming in? Rest. To recharge. Rest. To prepare. To allow... I remember... Jimmy Evans did a series a long time ago, and I can't remember what it was about, but I do remember one of the things that stood out to me was he was talking about your fruit and how your fruit just gets plucked. Yeah, I You're like this one. constantly giving. Your fruit gets plucked off your tree, plucked off your tree, plucked off your tree. At a certain point, you have that's to That's people. Just so you all know, that's people right. taken from you as you're a Christian. You're giving, you're, you're giving. giving your fruits to other people to help them. At a certain point, you have to... Replenish the fruit, or you're not going to have any fruit, fruit to, to give. give. Yeah, your yeah. fruits you're gonna you're gonna run God, dry. You're gonna God run gives that back, and who needs that tree? Yeah, and Jesus said, "A fruit that has no a tree that has no fruit, it's cut it down. It's useless. Wither and die. Sheesh. There is no point. And 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 I think that's a I think you. It's a good thing. And I've been a fruitless tree a time or two. What are some signs to you that? Maybe says, I need a break. Shortness with people, I would imagine, is going to... That's the first thing that comes to my mind, too. Shortness with people. how you respond to people. Yeah. Um, Or avoidance of people, Mm -hmm. I would think. Just Mm -hmm. just don't sleep in too much. Mm -hmm. Beating yourself up. Isn't that funny? Sleeping in strange places. Like your chair at your desk at work. Yeah. Or the middle of Bible study. <laughs> or in the middle of Bible study. <laughs> Which I have done both of these in the last 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. But, but it's, you know, it's, it's hard. I mean, you do you do need to take breaks. And it's hard. I heck, in, in you and Carrie's situation, y'all have two kids. I mean, two kids. Y'all have you two. You have kids from two two separate marriages, but you mm-hmm. have six kids, and mm-hmm. you're trying to juggle all this. You you get these breaks here and there, but you almost have to deliberately schedule time of rejuvenation, yeah, time, time to. Otherwise, 
how good are you going to do your job going forward? How good of a witness are you going to be? There. Look, the disciples didn't have any problem taking a break. Jesus was like, hey, will you come pray with me? We're going we're to get a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I'm like, that's the We're going to catch that nap. That's the nightmare I never want to remember. Oh, you don't want to be that guy. At that point in the Bible, I'm like, this is horrible. He's like in the middle of the war, and they're like napping. I can't. I can't. I'm like, that is the worst. Why? Why? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to catch that sleep. I'm going to catch those Zs. Holler at me when you're done. Resting under the tree, man. With God. I mean, with God Almighty. So they had no problem getting their 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 breaks in. No, apparently. But not. they were preparing for their you know after Christ was gone. Yeah, they too much rest after that. <laughs> and God let them. He's like, all right, just sleep. You're gonna need that sleep, boy. Yeah, that's funny because I mean you got to think that he asked them to come pray with him, knowing that yeah they're gonna they're gonna crash. They're gonna burn oh, off. Man. But the whole three years was spent teaching them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yep. side tracking. But he was pouring in, and eventually they would pour into other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is. There's a. It's funny. It it does always make me think of that saying from that movie, The Shining, way back when, mm-hmm. which is a terrible movie. Don't watch it. But all work, no play. All work and no yeah. play makes Jack a dull boy. You need you need rest. You cannot just. Work, work, work. You need to pause and step away from your work and get in the Lord, be in the Spirit, pray, commune with others in Him, right? Mm-hmm. Ha- sit down with a brother or sister in Christ and just talk God. Talk about Him. Talk about what is done in your life. I mean, do you actually sit and talk with anybody ever? About what God does in your life, and He tells you what God's done in His life. Hmm. Probably pretty rare. Yeah, on the occasion, yeah, but yeah. Thinking about it, I'm like, hmm. just giving praise and worship. But I mean, also, yeah. you know, we're also talking about physical rest. Yeah. Well, you know, Gabe. Thinking about too, yeah, and just glancing back here at the twenty third Psalm, mm-hmm. it opens up with that. Look what it says after that. He leads me in paths paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for You are with me. Your rod and Your staff they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But he goes on to talk about. Kind of going through some rough times, mm-hmm. walking through the valley of the shadow of death, table being prepared for me in the presence of my enemies. Yep. You know. But yet his cup runneth over. But yet it's, yes, because he finds the rest in the Lord. I, I just think it's, we were talking last night about being deliberate in Bible study. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important that we be deliberate in finding rest. Mm-hmm. We can go, and we can go, and we can go. But look, I know on the days that I get seven hours of rest versus getting five and a half. It's only an hour and a half difference. But it matters. 
but it changes everything. Yeah. I know the Bible talks about letting the land rest. Um, what, what was the scripture that you were talking about uh, that, that talked about letting your servants rest, letting your guests rest, letting your, you know... Uh, I want to I say it was in Psalms, but... Yeah, I had looked at that Not 100%, it, but yeah, down, but it does. You, it, it says, let your oxen rest. They need rest. Let your slave rest. Let your... Uh, you, you rest. It, all of it needs rest. Not designed to go forever with no rest. I mean, for me, and Karen and I were talking about this last night, and she made the good point that what do we do in our lives, all all people? What do people do in their lives that they think give them rest? Like, for instance, sitting and uh, watching TikTok. You're not moving. You're laying in bed half the time or on a recliner or something, somewhere cozy and chilling. And you're sitting there watching it, and the next thing you know, instead of going to bed at 10.30, you find out it's 11.30 p.m. Because you were so... Mm-hmm. so types of rest, so, types of... Yeah, yeah are they for me, rest or for me they, it's yeah. Rocket League, a little video game I enjoy to play so much. Same thing. I can sit and play Rocket League for four hours straight. Four hours straight. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, it's 12.30... It's one o'clock in the morning. I got to get up at six thirty, so I would have probably went to bed at eleven thirty, but I just lost another hour and a half, and I didn't rest. That wasn't resting. Yeah, it is an interesting thing. What is good rest versus bad rest? Right. Yeah. Well, I sure wasn't in the Word. <laughs> I was in the Rocket League. I wasn't. I, I tell my, you, sometimes it's. Being honest about it, sitting there reading the Bible isn't exactly restful to me. I'm like, it's mm-hmm. mentally exhausting because you're yep. trying to comprehend it. You're trying yeah, to right. focus on it. You're trying to embed it in your, which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. But is that even per se resting? Or is, you know, maybe if you're just sitting there reading through it and not really trying to just enjoying to read it, to mm-hmm. read it, or whatnot, spending time in prayer. Now that is never not restful to me. Well, I, I got to argue on that one. I'm like, it says it's the Bible is the living word of God. Mm-hmm. And so it's alive. I'm like, I, I got to think for the soul, mm-hmm. your soul is probably getting fed and rested mm-hmm. through it. But, but yeah, sometimes I'm not saying it's not good for mentally. I'm sometimes I'm like, what does that mean? I don't understand. Yeah, physically exhausting. And yeah. It can be, you know, putting a ton of time into it. It can, it can be, I mean, if it was just completely restful, you, you know, like you say, you the Bible can straight put me to you sleep. You don't accidentally sometime. find yourself diving into that for four hours, or you know, right? You know, yeah, it's true. It's thick as it should be. It's the Word of God, and there's a lot to it. A lot of, of powerful stuff, but definitely the prayer. You know, spending time in prayer, talking to God, mm-hmm. getting stuff off your chest. Mm-hmm. Great types of rest. Um, again, we're just talking about rest. I don't want that to come across in any kind of way. Yeah, right. Don't read the Bible. No, no, no. That's not what we're saying. Put in the time for sure. Uh, the Bible says to do that. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but, but, you know, talking, just, just getting away, even talking with spouse, you know, planning out times 
to to go out of town, getting getting family members, babysitters to watch your kiddos, doing, but you but but having to be deliberate about it. Mm-hmm. You know, for me as a single guy, I I don't know how many times I've thought about packing up my truck and going and renting a cabin for a couple of days and just leaving. Mm-hmm. I don't do it. You know, I'm like, oh, crossed your mind a time thought. or two though. It's always a thought, but you you kind of have to be deliberate about it. You yeah. know. There are times that, that I will just be, I don't want to think about anything. I'm just going to veg out. I'm going to put on, uh, watch a football game or, or whatever the case may be and chill. And then when I get up, man, I feel like I can go, 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 you know, cause I got to chill for a bit. Or shoot. How about the person that's too successful? They're too good at everything they do. Right. Mm-hmm. The, everything they do, they they succeed at it. Some people are just a little more capable, and they just man, everything they put their hand to, just seems to succeed, mm-hmm. and they they accomplish the goal. They're probably addicting to them to keep on working twenty four seven, right? Wouldn't there be a draw to that if you're the type of person who really can make things work? You like to feel good. You like to feel like you accomplish something and so your addiction is to just keep working you need to stop yeah you know maybe you're not overwhelmed with a a mile long to-do list because you already did it all and so you just keep on doing more because the feeling of success is good you know i I think about the scripture that says be still be still there's a good one god why didn't I find that and think of that when I was studying for this? Be still. That's one of my all-time favorites. What, what do we tell our kids? Be still. When we're trying to get something through to them. Hold still. Be still. Hold going, still. Going, Stop going. fidgeting. Hey, calm down. Stop fidgeting. Hold still so I know yep. you hear me. Yep. yep. Listen. Look at me. Pay attention. Mm, All be types still. Of be still. Oh, I wish I thought of that one. It's true. That's the one. That's the one that there's so much that he's saying. Take rest. Take a moment. Hold still. Wait. Know that I'm God. Gosh, that's good. But again, it all circles back to last week. We're talking about the conviction of working. Don't don't be, Mm -hmm. you know, don't take for granted what needs to be done. This week, it's be still, right? Yep. And that's sometimes that both can be hard, just depending on who the who is who the message is hitting. In my case, I I tend to think, "Hey, you need to work a little harder." Mm-hmm. And um, other other people out there are gonna go, "Man, I I need to be still. I don't be still." My neighbor across the street, he don't be still. He is constantly going. He has multiple little ventures. Well, that's a good point. Rest can. Uh... The, the periods are not going to be the same for everybody. That, right. that's, that's a great point. Everybody's not going to need the seasons of life. Yes. When this hits you, you know it. You know, whoever's hearing this is going to know this one's for me. I need to be still. I need to slow. I need to pause and rest for a second. And for me, it was last week. I need to work. I need to work a little bit harder. And that was mine. This one's more natural to my being the way God made me. Um, but like I was saying, the, the, my neighbor across the street, I watch him, and he he has anxiety. 
He's OCD, and he just drives it. He drives that mule. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go, horse. I mean, he's just a, a racer in life, and he's accomplished a lot. But, man, he has unrest in him. He loves God, but he has unrest. Unrest. Listen to this, Gabe. It's mm. just popped in. He's talking about seasons. Mm. From Ecclesiastes 3, a time for everything. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant, a time to pluck what is planted. A time to kill, a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. <laughs> time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence. A time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Man. Just... I love the contrast there, but you could also add to that okay. a time to work and a time to rest. So that bring, boy, that illustrates so well. Don't we need the Holy Spirit in our lives? Isn't He going to guide us? Mm-hmm. Isn't He going to tell us? Well, what time is it for me right now? What do you want for me right now? And I know this is about rest. What season am I in? But uh, we need direction so bad. that, And that is that is perfect for what we're saying here. But it does illustrate. And how do I know which one is the time for plucking and the time for planting? Uh, goodness gracious. How do I know? There are so many. That was awesome. I mean, how many compare and contrast mm-hmm. deals were there or whatever? That's a lot. You need the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in your life uh, to to tell you when is it to put it on your heart to weigh in on you and minister to your spirit and tell you what what yeah. what, what, what now what am i supposed to do right now mm. and on that matter being baptized there's an important thing too getting baptized huge step if any anybody listening hadn't done that but has been asked for salvation get baptized get the holy spirit in on your life on that level mm-hmm Get that. You're missing it if you ain't done that. Go get baptized. Here's the last thought on my end, which amen to that, absolutely. But if you're not well-rested, how well are you going to serve others around you? What's your level of service going to be? Be it to your family, be it to your friends, be it to your clients, be it to your boss, whoever it may be, whoever God puts you in front of, how well is your service going to be to the people that God brings into your path? It's going to be less and less. It'll be dull to have rest. It's not a bad thing. Your edge will be dull instead of sharp and ready. Yeah. It's God. It's a God given gift. It's a gift to have the opportunity to rest, but we've got to take it, take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Well, Gabe, that was great. I enjoyed it. Thank you again. Great week. Mm -hmm. Well done. Thank you for carrying me. Good job. What are brothers for? Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. God, thank you for your opportunities for rest, God. Please help us to seize those opportunities. Please help us to see them, to create them, to, to be purposeful in finding times to rest so that we can be more vigilant 
more prepared to serve you with every step that we take and with every encounter that we cross. Lord, we love you and we worship you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. Disciples didn't have any problem taking a break. Jesus was like, hey, will you come pray with me? We're going to get a nap. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. (laughs) 